0: Robert rubber Ducky, you're on the one. I don't know if she's ever seen uh, that yet. You make so much fun. Lots, of, lots
1: fun. of fun. Lots of fun.
0: Oh, sorry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. It's episode 467 being recorded on September the 13th, 2017. I'm Ryan Schroen. I'm Jeremy Holstrom. I'm Josh Walbreth. I'm Alan Malbentano. It's always this. There's this huge difference. We go from Josh, especially when he's in a good mood like he is tonight. He has some some dramatic His hair animation. is blowing in the wind. Yeah, he's very excited. Yeah. About His it. hair is blowing in the wind. Alan's Alan's self pronunciation, like self uh, uh, introduction, couldn't be any more tame. I feel no, like no, no, somebody's no. got to
1: bring you guys back down. No, earth. no, no, no. Um, we should we should do I'm, a syllable Brian, count
0: every week. I'm Brian. Rauvin, what is Brian
1: Maltavino.
2: <laughs>
0: Brian Maltavino. Maltavino.
2: <laughs> as the commenter on our website would
0: uh, suggest. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we talk about PC hardware and other stuff that goes on as well. Um, we have a timer on the screen, but they don't see the timer, right? That's only I hope, us. I hope not. Yeah, That'd be really boring. Though. Yeah, we have, we have multiple streams going in and out with multiple things on them now. Whoa. Yeah, it's this crazy. This is messed up. This is messed up. Um, you know, earlier before the show started, I said I was going to talk about uh, a dream I had, and I don't think it's really appropriate anymore. Just thinking about it more and more as I went. You know, here's where it was. Josh, you'll appreciate this. Oh, God. You're an okay, old guy. You're, you're an old guy, right? You're starting to worry about urinal things. Guy? You're an old guy? Yes, I'm a year guy. That's actually. More apt than you might know. You're making his point. Um, you know, you wake up... Is it a, is it t- a dirty Texaco gas station restroom? <laughs> no. How many times do you wake up a night to have to go to the bathroom, Josh? None. Okay, not yet. But that's the assumption that we oh, will on a all... good
3: night. Shit, I wake up a no, night no, to go I to I the bathroom. I a dog that has to go to the bathroom every four hours, so...
0: So, okay, I here, here's up. how it was. I, uh, here, the punchline to this, to the dream was, I woke up and was proud that I had not peed in my bed. Because, literally, I dreamed... Multiple times that I was trying to find a bathroom, and I would go to the bathroom, but I still had the urge to go to the bathroom. And I go,es What is wrong with me? I need to go to the bathroom again. I would go find another bathroom, and I would in the dream I would pee, and then I would leave. Right? Is this the same dream you said I was in somewhere? Yeah, I forget where you come into it. But, but the, the best, the best the part urinal, about it, obviously, the the event I was I was trying to attend this event, and I kept having to go back out and go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> and I was mad, and the, it was a it was a comedy troupe show led by Tiger Woods. What? I have no idea what's happening. Uh, and also, I went into one of the stalls to use the restroom, and floating in the toilet was a nice SLR camera. In the toilet, clean water, all that stuff, just sitting there. And I went, I don't need that camera that bad. And I went to the next stall over and did it. It was a really, and I, it was one of the very rare wow. instances where I personally wake up and remember a dream. Like I woke up it was like, I woke was, up and was I was went,
3: on dreaming, okay, I two things about that. Yeah. One, Kelly is also very happy that you did not <laughs> pee the bed. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And two, those dreams are so incredibly common, it's not even funny. At least five times a year for me, I wake up and it's like, you check. Yeah.
0: Oh, like, thank I woke God. Up I didn't and pee I was the like, bed. Yeah, I was dreaming. I just had to go to the bathroom. And yeah. And I, and it was one of, as soon as I woke up and I realized I had to go to the bathroom really bad, I was like, oh, that was my body like trying to get me to pee the bed. Like, hey, I don't understand hey, what hey, the hey, no, intent It was like, you hey, dude, pee. wake like, up. You have to up. pee. Wake up. That's not but you' old
4: when I saw our camera in front of you just to wake you up, yeah, like they was trying to think nah, of something, nah.
0: Tiger woods wouldn't be in a comedy troupe, idiot wake up
4: yeah i don't I don't Why know not? what's going on,
0: uh anyway, we're not going go t- that
4: comedy
2: show
0: though i, I would right a comedy <laughs> troupe led by tiger woods i you yeah, there was maybe you were just attending the same show or something, I don't remember. Yes, because I'm all about the Tiger Woods comedy show. Well, comedy
2: it, show. I mean, oh,
0: wait, it's a that, dream.
2: That's Tiger Woods' problem. He always did yes and, like he was doing
0: improv, but he applied uh, mm, it to real mm, life. Mm, mm, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. Uh, mm. All right. Uh, so anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. We do record it on on Wednesday nights, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific at pcpercom slash live. You can go to pcpercom slash subscribe. Uh, which signs you up for a really simple, basic email notifications list that looks like this. Um, asks for your name and your email address. All I do is send you notifications a couple of hours ahead of the live stream so that you can uh, you can catch on to that. We also still have our Patreon campaign running. That is at patreon.com slash PCper. It is your ability to contribute to the site on kind of a, not kind of, but a recurring monthly basis. If you worry about me having odd dreams and I might need therapy in the future or something to that degree, I mean, you definitely the need future. therapy. Okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> Uh, this is Definitely your way. Dream, though. <laughs> this is your way to contribute to that. And as is always the case, or most of the time the case, if you become a patron during the live stream, I get an email notification for it, and I will call out your name and thank you. If you increase your patronage during uh, the live stream, I will do the same thing. And we are extremely grateful for everybody who helps us out in that way. It's extremely helpful and um, uh, uh, flattering. Humbling that people do that. Uh, And let's see. We also had, I wanted to point out, we do have another mailbag for you up this week. Episode 8. That's that's my face talking to you. Man, I guess my hair is a little... I'm a little jacked up on that. I got my cool QuakeCon t shirt on. Nobody in the office for this one, so you don't see any random wanderings behind me and no super secret stuff. We all cleared uh, out. Going on. Yeah, everybody, nobody wanted to be there to listen to me ramble for 20 minutes, but apparently people on the internet do. So that, uh, that video is there, and we answer some questions. And if you want to get your question answered, you can leave a comment on that YouTube video. That YouTube, if you're listening to this in some other capacity, audio or on the website, uh, it's just youtube.com slash PCper. And uh, you can see those videos. Subscribe. Leave your own questions. It's kind of a neat little uh, additional way to to, to interact with us, if you will. All right. Before we get to our first uh, story, I think we have we have two new patrons. Uh, the first one was Adam Curtis, brand new con- uh, contributor, pledging one dollar to us. Thank you very much, Adam, for that. And then uh, for a pledge of five ninety nine, we have the Clap.
3: Five ninety nine. So Sorry to hear that. That's you know what. Here's the the, the the best thing about getting the clap is getting the clap.
0: After that, it's all downhill. Mm. It's true. It's true. But if you're getting five ninety nine from the clap on a monthly recurring basis, that's okay. Oh yeah, I'll it's, it's the gift that keeps giving. Pentasol is relatively cheap. I it's think the days, right? it is. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you guys very much for that. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, let's talk about, uh, first we want to talk about Ken's write-up in our video on NVIDIA Whisper Mode. What? what? I, 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 I to do this portion of the podcast in No ASMR. Uh no. Yes. <laughs> uh, so whisper mode is a feature that Nvidia announced at Computex along with the Max Q notebooks.
2: Right? Yes, but it's not tied to Max Q notebooks.
0: Yeah, they just kind of announced it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Max Q notebooks were the ones where they wanted to get GTX 1080s, 1070s, 1060s, and thinner, lighter form factors. We've 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 talked about those with the ASUS ROG Zephyrus. Ken's still finishing up uh, the review of the MSI GS. 63, 63 VR, VR, right? Stealth Pro 001. Stealth Pro 001. Very good naming schemes for all these machines. Um, Whisper mode is essentially it's a software upgrade that you. It's just as long as you have the latest version of GeForce Experience and the latest driver, um, you can run Whisper mode. Which uh, if you have a GTX 1060 or higher yes. notebook, yes, it does this. And what what essentially is it that we're looking at? What is what is it doing? Essentially,
2: it's so there is one more requirement. You have to be plugged in to use Whisper Mode. AC power. When you're plugged in and have Whisper Mode turned on, it's essentially a frame rate limiter. Okay. So the idea being that if you limit your frame rates to a certain cap, uh, it seemed to be 40 in most games we tested, but I think they have profiles that they're dynamically adjusting for certain games. Right. Where if you're playing a MOBA version FPS, you might want different sort of uh, limits there and you can adjust it from 30 to your max refresh in increments of 5. But we did all our testing at 40 frames per second, and the idea is by limiting your frame rate to 40 frames per second in games that get, like let's say, over 100 frames per second, you're using less GPU compute power, which means that the fans have to spin up less, which means your GPU is quieter, and also cooler
0: in most cases. I think it's also probably worth noting that they, they do, they use the, um, what do they call it, settings application, uh, uh, the the capability GFD. for GeForce Experience to set the settings of your game outside of the game, right, which is still, by the way, a really cool feature. Um, and they will adjust some of the settings in your game when you enable whisper mode, right? So they're, yeah. they're trying to basically, you know, optimize for acceptable, you know, good image quality but they still want to – like the whole point of limiting the frame rate is to lower the load on the GPU. So they Absolutely. don't want to increase the image quality settings because, oh, I only want to hit 40 FPS. You want to maintain or lower image quality settings while also limiting your frame rate to 40 FPS. And that's how you get drops in power consumption, temperature, noise, et cetera. So uh, we, we tested it on both that MSI and the Asus Max-Q machine. Yeah, the ROG right?
2: Zephyrus that we reviewed uh, yeah. about a month ago.
0: I mean, this This is an interesting little synopsis here. So this is Metro Last Light running on uh, the, the Zephyrus?
2: Yeah. No, that's the GS63. GS63 VR. VR
0: so this is just frame times straight out of FCAT, no fancy graph making here, Of uh, at, a, at a, whatever default settings we have, like medium or or high settings. Yeah, I think it was like 1080p high... F- f-
2: like fairly mid range settings right. for Metro Lastly, which is an older title, but Yeah, still And you can handy. see
0: like frame times are running in your, you know, eight to 10 millisecond. Yeah, range running over or so. 100
2: frames per second. Over 100 frames yeah. per second.
0: Meanwhile, you enable whisper mode, ta da, you're now running at, what is it, 23 millisecond mm-hmm. frame times or so. And extremely consistent. Uh huh. That looks 40 like a pretty straight, straight line across the board. Yeah. yeah. Which is important. Yeah, because it is.
2: If, if it wasn't good at frame rate limiting, it'd be spiking all over the place and be an awful experience. Sure.
0: So uh, on that MSI GS63 VR, you can see the – so we did – obviously, the it's called whisper mode. So we did sound measurements on yep. this. And you can see the differences of whisper mode off versus whisper mode on there. Would you consider these good or bad results, Ken? Like what – these are kind of – moderate to to very little change in noise well, level six yeah, db I, six db is like half volume yeah so six db is half or twice the volume depending yeah. on which direction you're going yeah, in, right yeah so so that's like yeah almost half
2: yeah so, so well not really i mean you it's see, three, you see three A db on, on, the, on yeah. the high
1: end in metro
2: I will yeah. say, during the testing, I didn't really notice a difference right. with, with the gs S six. Right, and, and,
0: and to be fair, like, so when we do our noise testing, we turn off the AC, we turn off all the other stuff going on, right? So we have a floor, like a noise floor of around like 30, 31? 30, 35 one? for
2: this one. We was had some more stuff going on in the background, but okay. it was the same throughout. But
0: obviously, once you're above that, that's... As long as you're above that floor, then you're you're fine in terms of measurement. But what's not like, what I'm saying is we're not really we're not like sitting in a 20 dBA sound chamber trying to do this. So mm-hmm. um, it is going to be uh, in terms of just Ken's experience sitting there listening to it, right? The measurements are the measurements, but um, but the it, it's obviously going to depend on the platform as well, like the specific system, because the, the ROG Zephyrus which has a, which has a 1080 max Q and it, it's all much larger sound level differences
5: yeah
2: so if you think about it we're testing at the same settings between both machines so a 1080 should be more power efficient running the same game at the same settings same resolution at 40 frames per second than a 1070 it should be able to clock down lower unless you're hitting some sort of bottom limit of to where the gpu doesn't like some in-between state where the gpu doesn't clock down far right. enough but we saw a huge difference with the zephyrus with the max the 1080 And a lot of that could also be to thermal design of the notebook. Right. Where they could get away with spinning the fans slower because maybe they have more heat pipes, they have more fins, they have better sort of thermal management design.
0: Or you could look at this MSI machine and maybe say that it was like at its threshold, even at 40 FPS. Right. So. Uh, it's kind of an interesting comparison there. And then this is this is this is the this is like one of the net results. So sound quality drops. I'm sorry, sound quality. Sound level <laughs> drops when you enable this, um, and your clock speeds drop. Obviously, that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. Right. So on the ROG Zephyrus, you see clock speeds that uncapped. You know, running over 120 frames per second, you're looking at over 1,600 megahertz clock speeds. But when you enable Whisper mode, you're at about 800. Just under yeah. You're 800.
2: essentially having the. Frequency of the GPU, which is huge. And if you scroll down to the next chart, you can see not the side effect of that is that it's about half power consumption. It's actually less than half.
0: No, uh, essentially yeah. half. I mean, that's whole we'll system. call it half. It, because but, uh, keep in mind, that's whole system power, right? And so the CPU sure, is not sure. really being affected in yeah. this. It's just really the GPU. So um a huge drop in your power consumption, which is what lowers yeah. your temperatures, which, which allows you to get away with quieter fan. Interestingly this enough, this only works when on AC power.
2: NVIDIA does have a complementary technology called Battery Boost that does a very similar thing to increase battery life. So you'd probably it, it, see benefits probably from that. It's probably literally
0: doing the exact same thing. It just has a different purpose. Like yeah. The purpose here is to lower your noise level. The purpose with Battery Boost is to extend your on-battery gaming yeah. capability. It, it's it's, it's which confusing is not really
2: why are there are two different options for that. You figure they could come up with one overarching technology that you just set a target yeah. frame rate you want. Yeah. And it could be on all the time. So that's... it's. The implementation in GFE is kind of weird. Like, yeah, you, you have to
0: turn it on. In GFE. Yeah, you turn it on in, in GFE here.
2: Yeah, and you can optimize settings for whisper mode in GFE for your games. But if you want to change the frame rate target, you have to go into the NV control panel. And it's a per app basis. So you right. have to go into the application and change the whisper mode target. It's just kind of janky now for something that requires you to install and log into register for GFE. I yeah. just
0: like it like it to be all in one place if that's the case. Right. I agree. I also think um the size of the audience that wants this feature is probably pretty limited. Right? You're basically taking a high performance gaming laptop mm-hmm. and saying turn all that down <laughs> for me. <laughs> Right yeah. now they give some interesting use cases which are which are totally feasible, like uh you 're in a dorm room or you 're sharing a bedroom or something like that you know you're you're in the couch and your girlfriend or your wife or your buddy's like, "Hey, shut that damn fan up you 're wearing headphones because you don 't care because you 're playing game they 're sitting there trying to watch t v or something. Let me get rid of that uh, and it's affecting somebody else more than it is you right
2: yeah um i still don't know if i'd be able to i'd want to sacrifice my frame rate for that other person yeah it would depend on the situation
0: correct how much do you really like
2: that individual (laughs) and and again if you look at it more the gs63 vr does not have a g-sync display but the rg zephyrus does so 40 frames per second on a G-Sync display is much better than That's true. 40 frames per second on a not G-Sync display. And deciding yeah. if you want V-Sync on or yeah. V-Sync off, you have a lot of tearing or stuttering if you I, go for each I, of those I'm options. With you. Like,
0: I, think it, I think it's cool for NVIDIA to offer this option. I don't think it's going to be like a widely adopted thing on some kind of universal basis. Because, again, if you're buying a laptop with a GTX 1070 in it and then you want a game – you want to get like the best performance you can get. Yeah, at it, I mean, that's you're why you're a spending two plus twenty five hundred dollars, yeah, when gaming. you're spending 2500 yeah. bucks on a gaming laptop, you're not going to like. It's like buying a ten eighty and setting your frame rate limiter at forty. Right? Why, well, why would maybe, you? Maybe you're not going to do that all the time, but you know. But I mean, why would you ever do it? The be quieter. Yeah, but like you bought a GTX 1080 Ti. I mean, or I mean, I, and it's just g- gaming desktops
2: are way more quiet than gaming notebooks because of the given be. thermal constraints. They can be. So yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, either way, it's pretty cool tech. I, I, you know, and like I said, it's free. It's, it's if you have a GTX 1060 or higher uh, gaming notebook of any type, you can install this and run it and give it a shot and see what you want to do it. And like you might, there might be that one scenario one day where you go, Yeah, okay, yeah, like, or even I, I, you I need could, this right can, now.
2: Yeah, yeah, you like, can go in and cool. change you
5: your game to
0: 60. Yeah. You could go in and change your game's minimum to 60, right? And then you're going to get much less benefit of noise or uh, clock and power consumption drops probably. Yeah. Uh, but you'll get something. And maybe if you're on a 60 hertz display, it's it's okay that way maybe, yeah. right? So there, there's some stuff you can configure and play around with that. I think the selection of 40 is – I mean it's better than picking 45 for a static refresh display, <laughs> right? But not a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
6: So does the there was no adjustment to the fan control done when it was turned on and off, was there? Manually by us? Yeah, it was all at the default, right? Yeah, 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 Because yeah. the one laptop didn't budge, you know, in reality. I mean it went down three D B, but who cares about that? But the, the other one, the max Q, mm-hmm. dropped significantly. Yeah. So Could have been different fan curves. Different curves. So there's yeah. no actual in the whisper mode. It doesn't actually adjust any of that stuff besides the clock rate and the frame rate, right? Um, it doesn't even adjust the clock rate. It just
2: it, it's a frame rate limiter. So mm-hmm. whatever the GPU knows that at
0: 30% load, it can clock down yeah.
2: using uh, GPU boost. So which is
0: what it would do anyway. Yeah. Like, if you had vSync enabled or something like that, right? Yeah. It would it would be doing the same type of thing. And and frame rate target control is something AMD's had and NVIDIA's offered. I, actually, I don't know if NVIDIA's ever offered it in their driver. I think, like, uh, Precision X offers it's, it, I it's think. It's been
2: hidden in the NVIDIA driver for a while. If okay. you use, like, NVIDIA Inspector, you can actually enable the frame rate limiter, but it's oh. never really been done. On the AMD driver, accessible. they do a good
0: job of. Yeah. presenting it up and making yeah. it a, a first-class and, feature.
2: And some people have made parallels to Radeon Chill, which isn't exactly the same thing because that's using idle time in games. Right, to clock that's down dynamic. The GPU.
0: It's 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 this yeah. idea, except it's more dynamic, right? When you're stationary in the game, or it senses that there's less motion, it will downclock, lower lower average power, temps, noise, yeah. all that stuff. But it's if the, the idea is if you're in fast motion, it ramps it all back up. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it's a, it's just a different it's a balance of of the two states. So that's whisper mode. It's pretty interesting. Like I said, if if you have a machine, I don't think I would go buy a machine because Absolutely oh my god, whisper not. mode was a thing that they came <laughs> no, out with. But if you already have one, you're going to buy one, it's worth it's worth it's worth checking on. Uh, new patron information here. We have an edited pledge from $12.47 to 14.92 from Coil Wine. <laughs> who was who was a new guy last week. So appreciate he's, that. He's a Columbus fan. Oh, Blue Jackets!
3: <laughs> no, Ohio State. Good Lord, history!
0: The what? What happened happen in 1492? I, I don't I don't recognize Columbus as a as a as I'm a, not as a,
3: saying he's a row <laughs> as a what? I'm saying it
0: happened. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Was the ocean really that blue though? It was blue. Oh yeah, why is know. the ocean blue? So previously he had 1247. What was the reference there? Nothing. Battle mm-hmm. of Hastings? I don't know. Uh, no. Uh we have a new pledge of $3 from Christian. Mm, there's like umlauts on this one. Non Nonkin? How would you say that? N O N K E N. But there's like a, a double dot o. Double dot with a line under it though. Nonken. Oh no. not it's a Christian Nonkin. <laughs> oh no. nonkin <laughs> I'm going to say that. I don't know. But thank you he, very much, Christian. We greatly voted appreciate He's voting with his that. dollars
2: on who he doesn't want to see on the podcast. That's
0: right. Non-King. Uh, and then, um, uh, okay, so the 1492 also immediately got updated to 1599 from, uh, uh, how would you pronounce this one, Alan? S- uh, I see, I, I understand that last name, but Seema uh, G.P. Ryan? C. <laughs> I don't know what the S E M A J E what's he trying to get across there? Samaji? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Try again next time. Yeah, what did you, you wa- What you say the amount was? 15.99. Hmm.
2: What's that a reference to?
0: 99. Come on Josh, history buff. 15.99. Oh, Is that okay. the price thank of the you. new iPhone <laughs> Close. Yeah, yeah, probably. Close. <laughs> All right, let's talk uh, real quick. Sebastian posted a review of the HyperX Alloy FPS and FPS Pro mechanical gaming keyboards—they uh, look like this. There is the the ten key version, the ten keyless version. Um, they are, as Sebastian writes here, compact designs. Uh, they are solid steel frame for stability, ultra portable design with detachable cable, which I actually have become a fan of. Cherry MX mechanical keys. Um, USB charge port allows you to charge other devices, game mode, 100% anti-ghosting, full in-key rollover, HyperX red backlit keys, additional colored textured keycaps, spotlight the most important keys. HyperX has been getting into a lot of other accessory products recently. Yeah. They've it's, done very well in the headset space.
2: That's uh, Yeah. That, that cloud headset is like one of the top sellers on Newegg and Amazon constantly, hmm. which I don't necessarily understand, but that's fine. They're fairly inexpensive, right?
1: Oh uh, No, they're up there.
2: Oh, are
0: they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And I know when you, you did a testing on one of them, it was, I think it was an older version, but you would love... The audio quality was good, except for the microphone, Except right? for the microphone. Yeah, the so mic is fix that?
1: kind yeah. of trash, but... I was going to try to replace my other podcast headset with that at the time. and
0: Yeah, that mic did not work it out mic for did that. Not. It no, was no, horrible. No, sir. Uh, they come with little carrying cases. You can see the detachable cable. They've got the extra uh, uh, textured keys there as well. At least on the pro one, you get those accessories. The standard one, you do not. Um, similar designs here. Pretty much otherwise across the board. They're using micro USB. Is that no mini? It's that's mini. mini USB. That's wow. Pretty they common find those cables. on these
2: keyboards. Is it?
0: I'm not entirely
4: sure why the Logitech's but, use micro. Yeah. Well, that's because. I mean, in case you had a BlackBerry at some point and you got a bunch <laughs> of spare cables lying around. <laughs> like
2: like the the. Products from people who aren't accessory manufacturers like Logitech tend to be mini. I hmm. think because they're maybe easier they're to work bigger, with. They're
3: bigger, a little bit more robust. Well, I mean, the, the
2: micro is actually rated more robust than the mini.
3: Yeah. Hmm. I don't believe it, considering how many my kids have gone through. <laughs> Your kids Fair. are not a good thing for testing. They just destroy everything.
0: That sounds great
1: for testing. Yeah, it's It's great for testing. In general.
0: But it doesn't matter what the rating
1: is, they will just destroy it. Like, you know. Uh
0: the hundred and four key Alloy FPS is ninety-nine bucks um, and what he was not expecting was the price of the new Alloy FPS Pro, which is seventy-nine dollars, a very good value for mechanical keyboard with Cherry MX brand switches. Um so so is the Pro the ten keyless? uh yes oh oh yeah okay yeah all right so i had that backwards yeah, up yeah, here.
4: it's for the first person shooter players
0: yeah i guess the the pro for gamers want don't need the 10 key they want lighter the pro
1: is the thing with the less keys that I, doesn't
6: make any sense you know but. for for an aluminum backed oh. cherry mx mechanical keyboard 80 bucks and 100 bucks is a wonderful price point i think
0: it is compared to a lot of things we've seen recently that's very true So the Alloy FPS got a gold award. The uh, Alloy FPS Pro got an editor's choice from Sebastian. So check out that review if you are interested in, as uh, we pointed out here, a fairly moderately priced mechanical gaming keyboard, if you will. Uh, And also, real quickly, we'll touch on this Seasonic Focus Plus Platinum power supply. So this is a 550-watt power supply. Um, but it's going to have a higher price tag than you've probably seen from many other 550-watt units because it is a platinum-rated unit. Uh, It is $99 for the 550-watt unit. So that's, I think, I think the problem for Seasonic with this is going to be when you get into the 550-unit range, you're looking at usually somebody who's kind of like a budget builder as opposed to somebody who is a, you know, quality conscious guy first. That just realizes he doesn't need a lot of power. I guess. Yeah. Um, so ninety nine bucks might be a little bit of stretch for some of that, and the comments on the review indicate as much. Um, but it is a small form factor. It's not a SFX design, but it is a short. Uh, uh, how would you say this? It is a non deep. It is a shallow power supply. There you go. It There's is petite. A- yes, thank you. Uh, Five hundred fifty watt continuous, eighty plus platinum. Uh, it's only five and a half inches deep, um, fully modular DC to DC voltage converter, single single twelve volt output. Um, and I know Ken likes to see the insides of these guys. So these caps are going to look even bigger because, <laughs> because of the package is so small. Small package, exactly. That's exactly. with small
4: hands. Yeah. Exactly.
3: yeah. I, I really, swear. We, the shit, <laughs> see, look at look at how minimal that. I mean, they they
0: cut everything down at yeah, the base. The caps are small too. And those
2: caps aren't big enough, so they, they make it
0: look bigger. Sorry, Ken. Sorry, sorry. See, Sonic disappointed you in that way, let you down. Still looks clean though, like it was waxed.
3: <laughs>
6: Performance anxiety. Um. So those caps don't uh, subdue your ripple, Ken. No, no, okay.
0: no, yeah. Uh, Standard assortment of modular cables, combination of sleeved and flat ribbon style, 120 millimeter cooling fan, fluid dynamic bearing, all that good stuff. Strengths, uh, you can see there, 80 plus platinum, small footprint, excellent voltage regulation, excellent AC ripple noise suppression, quiet fan, uh, fully modular, 10 year warranty substantial there uh the only weakness is the uh, 550 watt model was currently hard to find in stock that might have changed since he actually between the time he wrote it and when we published it so another editor's choice award from lee there a lot of good power supplies coming out recently you know so,
3: I, th- I think it's it's kind of fascinating that um and we've commented a little bit on this before but uh you know we we were heading towards you need at least a 750 watt power supply to have a gaming machine. If you have an eight hundred and fifty and nine hundred and fifty, you're you're better off because maybe last longer and, and provide uh you know better current for, for you know the dips and peaks of right. And now we're happily heading back the other way. I mean when when I first started, a high end power supply was three hundred watts. I mean that was and then Antech started coming out with four hundred and fifty watt, you know, with the first LED, you know, the blue lighting. In there, and those oh, were the high sparkle. end. And then PC Power and Cooling had a 550 <laughs> watt. And those were, you know, two hundred, three hundred dollar power supplies oh, gotcha. that yeah. nice and quiet cooling. too.
4: Yeah, like the What's PC or the PC, or PC pa- Power and Cooling silencer <laughs> <laughs> that cost you like three three hundred and fifty bucks. And I mean, it was it was yeah. solid.
0: It was very. Can like company it ever day. make
2: a power supply with a fan under yeah. like forty five dB? <laughs>
3: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is it's, – it's great that we are going back down the other way. I know the I environmentalist in Ken is rejoicing. I'm wearing a green shirt for a reason. Because he's a
0: yes, damn you hippie. You know, you know what, Alex? Looking at that camera shot. Go back. You should have cleaned up the boxes. Too much. What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, I don't know because all those boxes are empty. Uh, it's just been a lot of in a lot of incoming product here, man. We're both well, Viewers
4: decided the Ark of the covenants in
0: there. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, it is. It does kind of look like that. We should create that stack over here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of incoming, not a lot of outgoing.
6: This is very true. <laughs> <The> story <laughs> very of our lives. All
0: right. Let's get to some news for the week. And I'm going to start out with this story here about my buddy Raja. Uh, however, it's flip to the shot real fast here. I want to see. Hold on. I going to see this that's what i see on my screen uh on this page like the cut off of his of his golden fox hair across the top oh it just stood out to me there
1: he's playing peekaboo uh
0: yeah yeah and there. oop. Hello. <laughs> 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 hello hello
1: would you like some bourbon hello
0: yeah anyway I have uh, sorry we're having a little too much fun with this story it's kind of a it's kind of a downer story um Roger Godori. especially
3: when they 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 they've gotten rid of the sabbatical program, so it's actually a leave of absence so
0: um that's not true that's not true no i saw that I saw that tweet too uh I've talking about the one from pat um when he came back the first time the sabbatical program did exist, so anybody that had time built up, they still got it like it's just like not for you couldn't add anything else to it, which maybe explains why it's you know a rather short one of about two months or less. Anyway, what we're talking about here is that uh, Roger Kodori, who was the senior vice president, chief architect guy in charge over at the Radeon technologies group portion of AMD is going on a sabbatical force reported by our buddies at Fudzilla also posted over at Tweaktown, town. Um, and I, this was something I guess was this last night. Yeah. Last night I got on the phone with some people from AMD and said, what the hell's going on? Um, and essentially that's it. Um, he, he his the letter that he sent out to the team. We have here um, that was sent to me. And he basically says uh, that he had not family issues, but that all of the time he spent trying to get uh, Vega ready and, and all these other projects, he quote, where's the quote, he had to cash in a lot of uh, family points Brown, brownie points. Yeah, essentially and so now he's paying some of it back. Um you know, he does mention towards the middle here as we enter 2018, I will be shifting my focus more toward architecting and realizing this vision and rebalancing my operational responsibilities. To me, you know, as much as this is about him, you know, using up family credits and trying to rebuild them and all that type of stuff, which I as a guy who travels a lot and has a 2-year-old I totally get it. Um the, the line of shifting my focus more towards architecting and realizing it and rebalancing my operational responsibilities says to me that what he really wants is to not have to deal with all the management bullshit uh-huh. of probably where he was at. So uh, I have no inside knowledge in this regard, but it would seem unlikely he comes back into the same position and role that he was there before. Right, I know a lot of people, a lot of the tweets to me, a lot of the other news stories I saw were just like, oh, he was fired, and this is how they, this is how they make firing people, you know, yeah, more amicable to the public is you put them on sabbatical and then they just don't come back, which does happen, it, which absolutely happens, right? Um, my good friend Francois Intel went on sabbatical for like it seemed like 180 months, and then he just didn't come back to Intel, right? So, uh, I, but I can't that was say his choice. It, I believe so, yes. Yeah. I think that was his choice, yes. And and I can't say for sure that that's not what's happening with Raja or that he wasn't told to take a sabbatical because of other stuff. I don't know any of that. I don't think that's the case. Um, but it's still kind of bad timing. It, it has an odd feeling to it. Uh, you know, like I said, pretty much all of the reaction I saw on the internet was either, oh my God, this is horrible news, or they were just, they were... Uh, glad to see him go which is a stupid mentality to have like oh their their mindset was oh, this guy screwed up vega he screwed up amd and radeon i'm glad he's gone yeah that's a screwed up mentality that's that's, a, that's an idiotic approach to take to things um, that's just it's just simply not it's not the case uh, i know we were talking earlier it's like no, no matter you know no matter who it is or
6: when they take it taking a sabbatical never happens at a good time I mean you're you're walking away from responsibilities at your work for months at a time. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah. and, and it's even it would it's
3: probably like, be far far worse if he took a sabbatical before the Vega 50 6 and 64 launch mm-hmm. oh sure that, yeah. would have been, have been <laughs> that would have been a bit ominous that would have been really bad i'm gonna take a break by the way in That's two weeks g- we're ha- gonna be releasing have some fun
0: boundaries. i'm out good luck, uh, boys. <laughs> now that being said i will say that like jim keller left amd before zen productized but, and and that gave me the idea that oh my god this is gonna be a bad product turned out to be a really good yeah. product but he left a substantial amount before the release of that. correct correct mm-hmm. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is you're right. There's never a good time to do it. I think it's even there's even less good times to do it when you're the guy in charge, right? If random PR person, marketing guy, engineer, uh, you know, one of a team of 20 uh, takes a sabbatical for a couple of months. There's a lot of people that kind of can contribute and make up for that spot here. Like Lisa Sue is the one who's taking over. Right? Yep. The CEO of the company is one and is going to come over and take over the responsibilities in this meantime. So. Uh I I guess the this, the conclusion here is that I don't think this is a really bad thing like I don't think this is an extremely negative like I don't think he's going to be fired I don't think he's going to quit necessarily like a lot of other people are are seeming to indicate but I will also admit that like it just feels weird right it just feels a little off right um like uh, Raja, I don't want you to go. You know that. Like it's. There's still plenty of questions about Vega. There's still plenty of questions so, about so product, so and Roger, availability. If you're listening,
1: come on down. We got hot sauce.
0: We got. That's true. If Raja's if Raj paying attention, we we've got cigars. Got, we've got bourbon. Uh, you can come out here. You can come. I'll kick Alan off the show for the next two and a half months. You can come fill in for him. You can have a hey, new the weather's guest still nice. House. Yeah, weather's weather's still pretty good. It rained today, but that was the hurricane remnants, and now it's going to be nice again. So. There you go. Come on down, indeed. That's a, that's our that's our Raj news. Uh, Javog yeah. in the chat says, "I hope he's not sick." He, I, I will conf- confirm to you that like he is not sick. His f- immediate family is not sick. Like there's no, you know, life threatening thing involved in this. It is not like uh, any of that type of stuff. So that's good news. Um, but it, it, it's it's clearly a combination of of things. So. I guess yeah, we'll just see. You're what going the hell on
4: sabbatical, happened? and Raja's taking your place.
0: Here, here's what you pay attention okay, to. So here he was. On, he was on, in a cushy
4: job at Apple. Go ahead. Pretty
3: cushy, doing stuff there, rolling around. Gets asked to come back to AMD. Offered probably some money, and, and just the ability to shape things to come. And got thrown into a boiling bucket of water.
0: Well, I mean, it, when you're in that, when you're taking that position, you're not you're not thrown into it. You are jumping into it, right? Like, you know what you're getting into before you take oh, yeah. that job. Right. Uh, but, that, but I also don't think you're wrong. I, now I forgot what my important comment was going to be. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you went and interrupted me. And now I sure did. Uh, um, it was going to be really good too. Oh, no, it was wasn't. the best one ever. Oh, the, what, what, what I think we want to pay attention to from this point forward is do any other people leave the company? Yeah, do okay, uh, that comment sucks. Other people take sabbaticals, right? If uh, if we suddenly... Hey, your find-your-iPhone thing works. Yeah, I, yeah. He got an wrong, Apple Watch. He's really excited. He's playing with all the buttons. I'm trying to mute it, actually. Yeah. Um, so, like, if, if a couple of other high-level guys leave or go on sabbatical, then it becomes more questionable, right, uh, in terms of the reasoning and, and result of what will happen with Raja here, so... Anyway, keep that in mind. Let's go into some potentially more positive graphics industry news. Uh, This picture leaked out today that shows apparently a GTX 1070 Ti. Looks like it. From Asus. Yeah, what now? This is is a very clear leak location. There's an Asus logo, a G-Skill, an NWIN logo. So I don't think they're taking a picture at... An event, I guess, or something. I don't know. They're running a 7700K with a Z270 motherboard, uh, 32 gigs of RAM, and it looks like an Intel 750 750. PCS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. The interesting part here is obviously the GTX 1070 Ti. Jeremy, what else? Did we, were there any other parts of this rumor that were interesting, or is this the only little tidbit?
4: Uh, Well, I mean, we know from the the Strix model that it's definitely 8 gigs, although we don't know if it's a GDR5 or GDR5X. Uh, although there's a good bet. It's probably going to be 5X. Uh, the low latency in the uh, high CUDA core count, uh, which was what? Uh, hiding from me for some reason. 23.04 I think you, you got it backwards. Cores. It's probably going to be just
3: GDDR5, not 5X. Nope.
4: Yeah, so low latency, a lot of cores, miners are going to love this thing. I hope we see it in stores someday. Wait, wait, wait. As opposed to just con- sold out. You just said two contradictory statements. <laughs> Miners
1: are going to love it. Miners and, are going to love it, and we're going to see it in stores? No. Sorry. No, I hope we see it I mean, in after stores.
4: Volta launches, we might see it in stores. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, if Bitcoin continues its downward plunge, this is good for us. Because when it does arrive, we'll actually be able to get it.
0: In theory. In theory. So, in I mean, theory. clearly, if this product is real, its intent is to... Um, fix the problem of the Vega 56 being faster than the GTX 1070 at the same price point. Yeah, right. So this is somewhere in between a 1070 and 1080. And the truth is, there's not a whole lot of gap between a 1070 and a 1080 in terms of gaming performance. No, today. or price, uh, or
4: like, price. No, it's only hundred dollars. Right. You got a hundred bucks, assuming no sales or uh, other changes in pricings. Most if, of the time, it's fifty, sixty bucks.
0: If I'm guessing, what happens with this product, it would be that the 1070 becomes 349, the 1070 Ti becomes 399, and the 1080 stays at 499.
4: Okay, so that would make sense.
0: That, that's what I would imagine would happen, and maybe even you see the 1070 Ti phase out or something like that, but may, probably not, right? They're, no, I mean they're, mean they're, they're selling 1070? everything they make.
1: What did I say? You said 1070 Ti face out. To
0: 1070 normal. So like this is the brand new one. Yeah. You don't want to face it out. You yet. launch it, then phase it out. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's or the Osborne effect. Maybe someone somewhere just no. got creative messing with their BIOS uh, strings in the, on the GPU when oh. they were modding it. Or yeah,
4: something. because this is according to an orange a guy in an orange suit or an orange shirt on the internet.
1: Yeah.
2: Wait, what, what do you mean they got clever that. and modded their BIOS? It was from an ASUS sign, not a screenshot. That's a sign, like that's a physical sign.
0: I, I think that's a sign. Yeah, because yeah. you can see like the acrylic.
2: Yeah. Uh, thing, okay. That's down like there. a
0: that's like a
2: tabletop sign you have at a trade yeah, show. Yeah, he's so right. So
1: somebody somebody just typoed a, a freaking maybe seven. That, that's a hell of a typo on something.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I mean yeah.
4: seven to eight,
0: it's not. It'll get a whole bunch of people to your booth. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you, it's not a typo. Okay. Just I just I just had this feel that's not a typo, and you know, and and this would be like, this would be the right response for Nvidia to make. They're kind of like, eh, whatever. We've got such good yields and such good coverage on stuff. We can just do this, and it's not going to affect us very much. But so, it's going to screw over AMD because their one shining spot was the fifty six over the 10.7.
1: So what would be in there as far as like, what do you mean? Would it be the fa- the lower latency memory? Would it it be- would be GDDR five
0: still. Okay. Yeah. I I would assume so.
1: So here,
2: here's the interesting thing: we've already seen a 1070 with more stream processors than the desktop 1070. The mobile 1070 has one more cluster Uh, of stream processors. Well, the mobile 1070 is a weird doc. It's a lower clock, right? But is it 2304 or is it Uh, different? It's 2304, I think. Okay, that's that's the rumor. Is No, 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 no. Sorry, it's it's only one more unit more than a 1070
0: oh so instead of 2048 it's 2092 isn't it
2: 1920 it's 1920 No,
4: 1920 is the base so it's normal 2048
0: 2048 yeah 2048 okay interesting all right well there you go potential for another just what i needed is more graphics cards to review hey and then not find in retail so there's that uh We won't talk about this a whole lot because we did a two-hour live stream talking about it. But Apple did have their event yesterday. They announced the iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus, iPhone 10. Not pronounced iPhone X, iPhone 10. Um, From our standpoint, we don't need to go into a whole lot of the nitty-gritty here. There's updated. uh, Newer, faster, better, bigger. Well, not really bigger. (laughs) Well, yeah. Not really bigger. It's just faster, right? They announced the uh, Apple A11 Bionic processor which oh, wait, is sorry, a stupid sorry. name
3: deeper deeper mm. pixels
0: hey ken can you do me a favor and move the mouse on that system and <laughs> I make can sure remember in, the, the pixels are so when when, when
3: you're answering a phone call and you start lifting it up to your ear it just goes na 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 na
0: somebody else showed you this minute it was going to cost six million dollars i think it just rebooted ken so yeah never mind um so the iPhone eight and eight plus look I look identical to the seven seven plus they have the upgraded the processors they have a, that's right they have a glass back instead of metal black metal back now they can support Qi wireless charging. Um, if we look at the iPhone, iPhone ten yeah the yep. more cores honestly I still look at that and I think it looks fake yeah right like the bezels Just are the so small doing that it so looks fake yeah the, yeah now to be fair like the notes have note eight. And the Galaxy S8 have done similar things. Well, they with have the a gap, the the... gap at the top and the gap at the bottom Sure, still. to make it square, yeah. which I yeah. think is probably a smarter option maybe. But Yes, yeah.
2: but you will absolutely know what is an iPhone and what isn't an iPhone. Oh, correct. They had that with the home button, and they have that again.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Impressive-looking device. Yeah, the, the A11 is now a six-core processor. The A10 was a four-core processor. Uh, this is four small cores, or what everybody calls now high-efficiency cores, mm-hmm. and two big cores or high-performance cores. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of interesting that that's the balance they went with. Uh, we have seen other six-core, four-plus-two designs in the Android world before, and I'm pretty sure they went four high-performance. Four big and two little. And two little, I think. I'm not positive, but I, I think so. Um, I think you're right. Do, do we know if this is it makes standard? makes more sense.
6: I was going to say, is this the standard ARM big little thing, or is this the new no, dynamic, no, no. or is this their own thing? Ooh, Apple, totally does, their their own. Own. Apple okay. does their own. Apple okay. does So, the last Apple's genera- got an architectural
3: license. They don't. Uh, yeah. yeah, they, don't they don't. license uh, designs and cores from anybody.
0: Correct. Ah, okay. So, in 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 the well, except imagination. Well, not anymore. well, <laughs> for, <laughs> not for new parts at least. Yeah, the uh, the A10 did two plus two, but um, it was known that you could only address any two at any one point right like like an, a, a process could only exist in one of those two kind of nodes if you would mm-hmm. whereas here they are explicit in some of the dev docs that you can address all six at the same time if you wanted to so you can uh, series so that does app. kind of make it a little bit more arm dynamic like right josh because that's one of the features of the dynamic designs yes yeah uh it's their own GPU now for the first time, right? This is not an imagination design GPU. This is an in-house custom-built GPU architecture. I think they said it was three cores, but nobody knows what the hell that means yet. <laughs> um because the imagination when they uh, use the A10 base bird render, yep. like everything else in the mobile, in the mobile world. Yeah. Uh but, but keep in mind, like the previous Imagination was a six-core GPU, and this is only a three-core GPU, mm-hmm. but they, you can't equate those two things. Yeah. And the performance is already—I think—well, the only performance metrics I've seen so far have been Geekbench on the processor. I haven't seen
2: any GPU metrics. I haven't
0: seen any GPU tests yet.
2: I mean, they're calling it a three-core GPU, so that when they announce a four or five-core GPU in the iPad part, it sure they can differentiate it.
0: Well, I mean, it'd be like you know. Yeah,
3: but the bad thing is, is they only support bilinear filtering and textures. of This, and so it's, it's you know. I'm kidding. Come on. I
0: was like, what in the hell are you talking about?
3: <laughs> it's a joke. That's that's a 1996 technology that they had to go back to because <sighs> it's, it's their first GPU and they have no licenses. Uh, so there is a lot of question about
1: yeah, patents, how, how, do they, how do they intellectual they do property. How like, do they do this and not infringe on anything right? from
0: anybody? Maybe they have some secret deal with uh, AMD or NVIDIA or... Uh, even Intel has those licenses as well to, to develop GPUs. So the, uh, look, AMD, Apple's a very big, very wealthy, very intelligent company. I have no doubt that either they're prepared to, forever lawsuits are going to come, or they've figured that out beforehand. Whoever right. says
1: us, buy the company.
0: That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, imagination. Oh, that's so cute. Here's twelve dollars. You, we now. Here's own your twelve dollars. <laughs> right. Hold on. Let me. Let of course, me the check best was, it
3: would be if if this GPU only supported quadratics. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, bring it back quads. Uh, Bringing back Nv1. It has (laughs) an Apple-designed image sensor processor, so its own ISP. It integrates something called a neural engine, which I – at first when I heard it, was like, oh, this is just BS. But then they said it was actually a dual-core implementation uh, specific for like machine learning algorithms uh, capable of 600 billion operations per second. I don't know what that equates to. Can't ask during the live stream if this was essentially like a tensor core or something like that. I don't have any idea. Its primary function is uh, part of the facial recognition system on the iPhone X, just kind of accelerating that. Um anything else on the on the like silicon side stood out you know they updated the they they actually I was actually surprised they on uh, if you go to the tech specs or the the not even the tech specs like the feature page of the phone towards the bottom still they list um high efficiency like workload distribution as one of the features, right? Basically saying like we've designed um, the arc, the CPU architecture in a way to distribute workload across all of the cores and coprocessors in an intelligent manner, more efficiently than they had done in the past. It's just, it's I mean, just, it's good, and I, mean, I assume have, they would do that. But it's interesting to see now. Apple point something like that out. No. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Because normally they are very much a, uh, we made it all better, faster, don't ask us why, we ain't telling I mean, you shit.
2: They talked about that a little last year with the A10 Fusion and specifically calling it the Fusion part that was their 2 plus 2 part. Like they yeah. they talked about
0: having low power cores yeah. and high power cores and the, different tasks the, running on different stuff. The bionic of this is, I guess, the neural net. The neural engine in the face recognition part, I guess, right? I think it's stupid, but Even whatever. Even the neural engine is in the other phone, too? It's but- in it. I, we assume. I assume it is. Yeah, it's I mean, solicited. you saw it in there, but it's, like, it's not being yeah. used for anything today, yeah. right? So, you know, whatever. Um, so it's an impressive-looking device. Um, the 8 and 8S, I'm sorry, the 8 and the 8 Plus go on sale on the 22nd, pre-order on Friday, and, but the 10 is not on sale until November the 3rd.
1: Next week after, right, I think, is the pre-order?
0: No, no. What are you talking about? For which one? For the, for
1: the 10.
0: The 10 pre-order is not until the end of October like oh, October really? 27th and then it ships on November 3rd. I think that's right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So you've got a month and a half before uh pre orders even open up, open up a for month that and a half of not having the cool iPhone. I know cool. it really sucks. Mm. Uh, I, I think I'm going to use that month and a half to use a galaxy note eight for yeah. that month and a half and see if that they works. can, if they can bring me back. I think that's good. I think that's good timing. So any other thoughts on the iPhone eight, eight plus iPhone X 10, Animated poop. Oh, yeah. Animojis. Wow. You know, Ken was right. I poo-pooed all of this during the stream, and I still think it's idiotic. But, like, the Snapchat stuff and the Animojis, like, my... I mean, Snapchat already tries to do that. It just doesn't yes, have it doesn't the hardware. Portally. It doesn't. It, I mean, yeah. it does it. I think it does it impressively it is, well. impressively well across for, a wide array of For the hardware yeah. that it does it on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this will do it. So much better. And they demoed two of those Snapchat things. And like we were joking before the stream started of like the one where like the wrestler face paint, but it looked really good. Like it legitimately did. It did did look really good.
2: Now, if if they make filters specific to that technology, you're going to have the status symbol wealth divide of your Snapchat. You'll know which
0: one of your Snapchat friends have the good phone based on which
2: which one has the thousand
0: dollar phone, which one does not. And so you you, won't
2: date them. No, right. <laughs> it, it, it's like if I'm sending a sending a text message and it shows up as a green bubble, which means it's SMS instead of iMessage. I go, oh, well, no, for no
6: was good the, reason. But yeah, well, what was the app that cost like five thousand dollars and did nothing? That was I the uh, it was I the, am rich. Yeah, it, it, put a, it put a red like a red ruby
1: or something on the screen. Or yeah, it like, yeah, it was like Yeah,
6: just a little ruby.
1: Yeah, just so you can open it up and it show you this ruby on your screen
0: that's true uh eric points out that the new pixel might be out before the iphone 10 as well so we'll see if uh
2: they're supposed to announce it next month i believe i don't know if they'll ship it
0: worth looking into uh all right let's ask josh about this guy here samsung announces 11 nanometer lpp and 7 nanometer lpp processors what is interesting to us here
5: is he muted um no he's not uh
3: that's a handsome man. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is now, that the most important part <clears> of this news? much. Uh no, you know, uh it, process technology moves on. And uh Samsung is is doing that. Now we know that they're coming out with their 10 nanometer process, which is a brand new process. But 14 nanometers still uh cost a lot of money to develop And it's been out only a couple of years. I think it's two years, two and a half years since the first product was actually shipped on 14 nanometer. Yep. And uh, it probably has not exactly paid for itself yet, much less provided capital to do the next generation of stuff that they're researching. And so it's kind of interesting to see in the industry that – you know, for a long time, Intel did the the um, you know they 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 had their their process. They set it in stone. They used that one for a couple of years, and then they had an entirely new process. Then AMD kind of came along. It's like, well, we we can't really compete about that with that. You know, our our new process usually doesn't compete well with what Intel has kind of in their set in stone. So what we do is. We start implementing improvements and step by step by step, we start getting our, our products a little bit faster, and more efficient. So at the end of the, the process cycle, it's running pretty well and almost to the next point of the next generation. And then, you know, they, they put out the next generation. It's a small bump. People get, you know, people got kind of cranky because they didn't see the jumps that like Intel had at the, um, you know, 180 to 130 nanometer range. And AMD did things, you know, obviously different there. But this, you know, step-by-step has been a lot more common in the industry than we probably even see or admit. I mean, we're Mm. surrounded by marketing terms all the time. But we know that, like, TSMC started doing the the half-node process changes. And it was really successful for them. And so now we're seeing Samsung kind of doing the same thing with their new... 11 nanometer process, which is based on 14 nanometer, nanometer, but it's approximately 10% more dense and about 15% faster when you're using the same kind of power requirements. Hmm. So uh, they've, you know, if, if you've got a 95 watt part, well, it's not going to scale exactly if I look at that in, in, in big ASICs, but, when you're just looking at at you know switching speeds of transistors or blocks of transistors you know for the same power you're going to get 15% faster switching and so this is this is a positive thing for yes, samsung sir. and its partners but you kind of have to look at this and say well you've got 10 nanometer coming out in 2018 so big guys like amd who utilizes global foundries for their 14 nanometer, which is a licensed Samsung 14 nanometer process, it is highly unlikely that they will go ahead and redesign their, you know, Zen Core architecture or or Vega to utilize this kind of half step uh, process. But guys like uh, what Xiaomi, um, who are who are some of the other, you know, Chinese chip
0: Huawei. makers.
3: Rock, away, rock chip uh, they can look at this and say hey you know what we don't have to make this next big 10 nanometer jump you know we, we've got a, a product cycle and I mean these guys are are pretty aggressive in in their products and in their cycles but,
5: but and did, so they
3: would be the ones who would utilize for a mid-range or a new high-end product using 11 nanometer process because you know it's 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 not exactly Lego blocks but it damn near is the way that huawei and and these guys have have done it um they can spit out new chips relatively quickly i mean like seven to eight months for pretty basic designs and and that's that's impressive so they can actually utilize this this 11 nanometer which again it's it's a derivative of 14 nanometer but it's just
6: better overall a hey, hey, density it didn't uh, AMD already confirm they're skipping ten and going straight to seven for Zen two? Not that I. That's really cloudy. Okay.
3: Uh, I think that Ooh, they're magic eight ball. Okay. Here, okay. Here's the problem with seven nanometer. They're basing that on Global Foundries' seven nanometer announcement, and so far we have not seen anything real positive out of Global Foundries and their own home built seven nanometer process which is different from as I will get to Samsung's mm-hmm. so and again we're we're dealing with some marketing speak is is global foundry seven nanometer really seven nanometer is it closer to ten nanometer we know that Intel's fourteen nanometer is a lot closer to like Samsung uh Samsung's 10 nanometer in, in terms of density and some performance characteristics well at least they're they're 14 plus or 14 plus plus i can't remember which one entails on i mean it's all it's annoying but you know 11 nanometer gives a little half jump for those willing to go in now the big news from samsung is they also announced a new 7 nanometer process now this is their first process that will be using an euv litho source it's a you know 250 Watt unit. Uh, they've already put something, I think, two hundred thousand wafers through it since twenty fourteen. Hmm. Uh, they've now got some what two hundred fifty six megabit SRAMs coming through with a yield of about eighty percent, which is pretty good. But SRAMs are about the most basic thing yeah. you can put through there that are going to work. I mean, it's that's just what you a, test with. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 all. Regularly ordered, it's not complex logic, and so it's it's a good way to start out a a new process technology is with these SRAMs. Now, a um, couple of things to think about: eleven nanometer, they kind of announced now, so people can start fabricating stuff to eleven nanometer if they've designed for it, and in about four months, we may be seeing products actually come out the backside Um, the 10 nanometer is is definitely a 2018 product and I would expect some of the first stuff to come out in spring early summer but um, you know another thing that we kind of skipped and I skipped and I talked about in the article was eight nanometer is the last non-EUV product from Samsung and so they will be in announcing, well, delivering those in a 2019 frame. So we're not going to see EUV and seven nanometer until at least 2020. And hmm. that's some finger crossing in there as well, because you know we can look at Intel, who has more money than any other fabrication group out there, and they shovel a lot of it into it because that's kind of, I mean, you know, they have a lot of people doing design but they also leverage their manufacturing better than pretty much anybody else. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see who actually gets to what node first and how the physical properties of those nodes actually turn out to be. Um, again, I, like I said earlier, a lot of it is marketing. Uh, you know, TSMC called their product, you know, a 16 nanometer FinFET. Well, in actuality, It really was about a a 20 nanometer type product that had FinFets added to it. That's Mm. a real general way of saying it, but they called it 16 nanometer FinFet. And now they're going to 12 nanometer FinFet, which is more akin to kind of a 14 nanometer Samsung. And so Samsung releases an 11 nanometer. It's... marketing but uh, it's billions and billions of dollars of research in each of these process technologies and it's amazing anything even works because it's pure (laughs) freaking magic i
0: don't i don't disagree with that very cool uh i just saw a news story come around on on twitter that i mentioned real quick but there's a report that apple is going to put three billion dollars into the deal to acquire toshiba's storage business as well also, oh, so apparently this them? is not completed. We were debating this earlier if the Western Digital to Toshiba deal mm-hmm. no. had finished. They, they announced they talks. Yeah, they, clearly not because now this is the Bain Capital deal that also includes uh, Dell, Seagate, SK Hynix. Well, the Bain Capital deal includes WD. No, incorrect. Uh, the KKR bid includes Western Digital uh, as well as Foxconn. So nobody's accepted a deal. Correct, correct. But apparently, according to this report, Apple actually has uh, is included in all three bids to buy Toshiba. Huh. But this, their $3 billion offer in the Bane one is the biggest portion of that. So just kind of some interesting side notes. Uh, Intel releases the Dawson Canyon nooks that have a 15-watt Cabby Lake processor in them. I it's, never liked that show. Yeah, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I get it. Dawson's Canyon. This is the follow-up actually, or the prequel. This is when they were all babies. Um, uh, Actually, speaking of which, this is the follow-up to last year's Baby Canyon Nook kits uh, that they launched last year. So uh, this is Dawson Canyon powered by 15-Watt Cabby Lake. Um, Despite sounding more dramatic than Baby Canyon, um, the new Nooks are lower-powered and ditch Iris graphics and USB 3.1 Type-C Specifically, Intel is launching six new models that will each come in three flavors, bare-bones board, slim case, and a taller kit with room for the two-and-a-half-inch drive. Each type of Nook kit will come with either a Core i3 or Core i5 part, um, but they do support Intel RST and Optane memory. So it's kind of interesting. Why are
2: these not 8th-gen parts?
0: Yeah, so as Ken pointed out earlier, these are Core i3-7100, Core i5-7300, so they are dual-core hyper-threaded parts. Um Whereas in theory, you would think they would want to use eighth gen parts that are you know quad core. At least the Core i5 would be quad core. I don't know what the Core i3 might be quad core, non hyper threaded. They uh, haven't announced Core i3 eighth gen. They parts. have not actually announced them. So that might be part of it. Yeah. But, uh, and I mean, and clearly these have just been in development for a while, sure. so you got to release them, right? It so. does make
2: me feel excited about if the possibility of a eighth gen Nook, yeah, with, with a quad core, fifteen watt CPU, yeah. In it. If the, performance Eventually. Is, if the performance is good, that would be a nice home theater PC. Yeah. I'm a little actually just... be able to start to do a lot of things that yeah. you've been limited on before.
0: Uh, internal IO includes two DDR4 SODAMs, two M.2 oh. slots, one full length, and one 30 millimeter slot for Wi-Fi adapters, um, uh, such as the included Intel 8265, which is included in the kits with cases, but not the bare boards. Uh, one SATA port, uh, in headers for serial usb 3 and usb 2.0 external connections are for usb 3.0 one gigabit ethernet two hdmi outputs um and that's it so uh i am a little disappointed in the idea that, that that there's some regression here in terms of usb 3.1 or whatever maybe they're saving those features for a quad core derivative uh in the not too distant future i don't really have any idea about that um be, these will be available by the end of the year in Q4, pricing yet to be released um, yeah, so and also apparently simply nook, which I guess is a is it just a partner of Intel's will be offering nooks with custom fanless cases um, so that would be actually pretty neat, right If you can get rid of that tiny. Tiny active cooling in those devices. I think that'd be that'd be a plus. So I know I know we have. Uh, uh, I guess I won't mention him by name. A friend of the show who works on the NUC team. So I'd be curious if he has any input on why they didn't go with quad core or if there would be a quick turnaround for quad core, um, and how the the Dawson Canyon kind of fits into into that that ecosystem. So interesting stuff there. And uh, a couple of quick ones. Asus wanted to get in on the phone action. To be fair, they did announce us the day before the iPhone launch. Mm-hmm. The ZenFone 4 Max smartphone uh, only has an MSRP of one ninety nine, which makes it eight hundred dollars less expensive five. than the iPhone ten. <laughs> one ninety nine, isn't it incredible? <laughs> Ka- kind Thank of, you. Kind of is. It's five point five inch display, seven twenty p seven twenty p screen, um, dual it's camera sensor. It's two hundred
6: dollars.
0: Yeah, I know it's only two hundred bucks. I get it. It's seven twenty p, it's fine. Uh, uh five point five inch
6: seven
0: twenty p screen is getting to the point where mm, I mean mm. it's the iPhone's the standard iPhone is how big? Four point what? Four point seven? And it's seven twenty, right?
1: Yeah. I don't I don't
2: know. Yeah, it I is because the, the, the plus is ten
0: eighty, right? Seven Postal. plus? Yeah. I think 1080, so. And the seven is seven twenty. Yeah. Uh, so it's got a, a, a dual sensor camera. Um you know, one wide, one narrow. Uh, it uses a Snapdragon 430 processors, an eight core design, Adreno 505 graphics, um, a dual image signal processors that complement the dual camera setup. Uh, it does have an enormous 5,000 yes, milliamp hour battery. This is awesome. 5,000 milliamp hour battery. So it could probably last for seven years, not actually. It's accurate more feel for the fire. Um, and they actually have this cool feature where you can use it as a battery pack. You can take power from it to a device if you will need to, like headphones or something like that, or your USB mouse died and you need to charge it a little bit or something like that. You can actually charge from your smartphone to the other device. Screw that! I don't want to charge my laptop. <laughs> uh, I don't think <laughs> you can do that, but I mean, and they have like a setting in there so you can say, "Hey, don't." Char- don't draw more than X. Like, don't let me go below thirty percent or fifty percent or whatever it is. Don't from that literally capability. kill my I pattern. could, I could see the charging Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, that I could see. Bluetooth headphones. You know, your your AirPods die, which you don't have because you have one of these phones. But whatever, well, your head, your Bose headphones die. Like, oh, okay. I don't have a battery pack with me. The plug them in for ten minutes, and you know, you're kind of boomed ready to go. uh That's it's kind of an interesting idea, especially when you got a five thousand milliamp hour battery. That's like what's the next highest you've seen like 3,200, 3,300 milliamp hour or something like that. Like that's, that's pretty big. It's pretty big. And it's again, it's a $199. It's available on Amazon. Uh, only a 32 gig capacity, um, three gigs of Ram, 32 gigs of local storage, but uh I'm sure it has, uh, I guess I'm not micro positive. SD. I assume it does. Yeah, it does. Dual SIM and micro SD. Um, up to 256 gigs. So this is this is like the antithesis of the iPhone 10. Yeah. Right. Or the or any of the iPhones. Well, it's the, the higher right. Two hundred bucks.
6: It's what? It's a caterham. The it's a seat and wheels. What it, did you say? It,
0: what was the word to use for caterham?
6: Caterham. Lotus Seven.
2: I, I, I get your reference. Yeah.
6: Right. I get it. It's basically a battery pack and a screen.
0: Yeah. And a little tiny PCB. Yeah. 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 That's all yeah. you need i think for the vast majority of people you are correct True. you are correct so uh and then finally we'll end with this intel goes why giggy for vr jeremy what does that mean we're talking about wireless vr huh, huh? well you know kind of
4: unless you're htc uh because no. htc kind of did go with Y gig for their latest uh, demonstration model and apparently intel ain't gonna be selling YGig gig anymore Oh, they're wait. cutting it off uh, as of the end of this month, and by the end of the year, you're just not going to be able to get the hardware anymore because, strangely, a uh, I mean, admittedly, very flexible protocol, but it sort of combined the worst things in Bluetooth and the worst things in Wi-Fi together in something that was barely adopted by anybody.
1: Oh, so what are they gonna, docs. What are they going to do in its place?
4: Uh, they're just going to sort of... Take all that money and focus on their new VR headset. Uh, so Intel uh, is not the only YGIG vendor. In
2: fact, they're not the no. largest one. That's Qualcomm. Also Qual- true. But like they, they've, Qualcomm they've, they've sh- is the gig. Like, they're the ones that will be pushing it still.
4: Mm. Yeah, it was an alliance. There, there were multiple people involved in it. But yeah. Intel was one of the people that was putting it in. And Yeah. They're not going to be producing anything that's uh, compatible with it anymore, because I mean, hey, it it wasn't be effective beyond thirty feet in the best of circumstances. Most of the time, any sort of uh, thing that blocked line no of sight and boom, you've lost your connection, which is wonderful when you're doing a business pre- presentation. Mm. And it also had uh, it added some of the uh, latency that you get from it's Wi-Fi. Disappointing. And, I mean, we've got Thunderbolt 3 now, which does everything except the wirelessly, but it does it beautifully. It's much more robust, and frankly, the whole, oh, my laptop can connect wirelessly to the projector is kind of cool, but not so much when it dies in your presentation. So don't expect to see YGIG uh, built into the chips from Intel anymore, but uh, on the other hand, do expect to see maybe a little bit more... Of the uh, VR products. Hmm. Specifically baked in.
0: Hmm. I don't approve of Only this Only you changed. would
3: drink beer from a mason jar. Such a Only hipster. It's, <laughs> you.
0: it's a Lagunitas
4: branded mason Laguna- jar. D- I might just, add. God. Lagunitas.
0: Lagunitas.
4: Thanks.
3: Canadians.
0: <sighs> Alright, let's get into our hardware software picks of the week. I'm going to take mine out of the That's box. That's your pick of the week? Heck yeah, it is
4: plastic it's got such a nice color scheme
0: this guy here the trackball is back suckers trackball oh, you never got it left
3: oh yeah can well, you <laughs> can you pop the, the ball out you know what i'm saying oh that
1: it doesn't even have a pattern on it anymore
0: like, yeah, this remember ball? they used to have this pattern is the future so this yeah, is the, the this is the logitech mx ergo it is a trackball. I think it's the first one that launched... Uh, the first new one Launch has made since 2009, I think, did uh-huh. that be decided? Uh, 11, I think. 11. Um, How easy is it to clean the ball? So easy. You just lick it.
6: The ball's not I the mean, hard part. It's, get, it's the undercarriage. Yeah, you
3: have to get the ball out. I got to so turn it on. Hold on. So that you can... Yeah, you got to have a lot of reach to get down there, and it helps if you have water jets <laughs> at that angle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's an, Wait wait, water What it's are I talking, talking about, here. about? So here I am, I'm using this trackball. Now, what's cool about this is uh, so it has this capability so you can you can hold it like this and then it has this oh, surface yeah. that pops out that basically it's lets got you run in ramp. Ooh. Ooh. It'll it'll tilt so whatever you think is most is most comfortable. So uh, how much is this? Um 199 It's not listed so it must be free. <laughs> uh lost tech will love to hear that uh, I think it's I'm, sure, 90, I'm sure they will 99 what is it i think it's 99 99 bucks yeah uh i mean so so trackballs are an interesting thing that re- most people probably don't even know what they are anymore like new you young whippersnappers yeah. hey, Ken, did you ever use a trackball? like really no did you ever handle a ball ken so it's a mouse kind of but instead of putting the ball the, older, on the bottom the older ones had bigger the balls, balls up here and you, you move it, and you twiddle I, I it with your... I do have um, the Kensington trackball at, ones had at the office. Balls. You still have those, yep. or you do? Or you did? Yeah,
3: they're sized the baseball, the trackball on that. Yeah, time. you, know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can get, get, it, get it, it with a red ball, ball. You can get it with a blue ball. <laughs> this one's, kidding. Kidding. Blue this, one's, a gray, this one's a gray
0: ball. Yeah, that one's a gray ball. And so, you know... Use cases, I, wh- wh- Who who is optim- what is an optimal use case? Playing us? Marvel <laughs> Madness. <laughs> <No.
2: That's fair. laughs> so I, I have a friend who uses one. He has a – because he, he does a lot of CAD for – like he, he's in CAD all day for work, and he has a 3D mouse on his desk at work because work paid for it. Mm-hmm. However, at home, he has a trackball. So if he needs to go around drawings, he has a trackball. He didn't spend another 150 bucks on 3D mouse for home. So that's an interesting application at least. There sort are. of 3D applications a trackball is still
6: a unique solution for. Well, and, and we were talking earlier, you know, for for people who use a mouse all the time, sometimes you need a break, and a trackball is a good break. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm going to put this on my desk next to my G900 and kind of like go back and forth because you can have. This is a serious question though. How do you clean under the ball? Um, there should be a collar.
3: You, you twist out. the rim. No, there's no. And bop it out. There's Are no you, rim. Wait, I like thought there was something underneath
2: around the rim to get it out. If you, no, flip you look it back, at no, the there's something bop under it. there. Only no, after a shower, stick oh, Okay. Eye. I don't
1: know because it doesn't look like you can. I'll ask. That's a legitimate question because yeah. you're going to get crap under there, and you know, Doctor Ujesh, your balls going to get fuzzy. Mm. You're going to want somebody lost. Of course, it. you know this attention. is this
3: is the perfect the perfect uh, controller. It's wireless, by the way.
0: For those
3: who are doing a, a are there, missile command. Are there double A's in there? What is that? Oh, yeah. It's You're not big enough, enough for charge, missile it's Command. Just, it's just, oh, just eh. USB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it just charges by uh, micro USB at the front. Probably lasts longer than like it pr- an MX at 900. At oh, it d- oh, clearly I does. I know a very strange
4: man that used to play uh, Soldier of Fortune 2 with one of those and somehow did very well. Hmm.
0: S- yeah. Strange. So there you go. That's the Logitech MX Ergo. I will report back with more updates uh, as we go. Before we get to the next pick, I do. I had this. I have another another Patreon contribution I have to label out. A new patron uh, from... You sound
6: so disappointed, Ryan. I
0: have to say it out loud. The name is MSI Sucks with an X. I don't really believe that. I don't think that's that's an unfair statement. It's the all new patron, (laughs) MSI Sucks. (laughs) Poor Alex. I miss Alex. Uh, So that's a $10 pledge, though. So thank you very much, MSI Sucks, I guess. Uh, Even though I don't believe MSI really sucks... MSI sucks, Pledge $10, so I had to say his name. It's just, that's just the rules of the game. Well played. Well played guy who probably works for Gigabyte or Asus. Wait a minute. DFI. Wait, wait, maybe
4: minute. he just hates Microsoft installers.
0: Oh, I could, that could be it. That could be it. That could be it.
4: Uh, all right, who's up next?
0: Jeremy. Hmm. I think that's
4: you. Ah, so I mentioned this back in February on a news post. Uh, I don't think I brought it up on the podcast, so, but it's worth mentioning again because it's now shipping. Uh, Machina is an M.2 interface for your car. This is a, a little board which will allow you to gain access to all of the software running in your engine and tweak it to whatever you want it to do. Uh, they had a very successful Kickstarter. Uh, they are shipped the Kickstarter, but now they're shipping anyone who wants to order it. So if you don't have the uh, microcontroller that they built it off of handy sitting around, you can grab uh, the, it's, it's about 90 bucks for the full one. It's either plugs in under the hood or under your dash and gives you full control of your car, just like you used to have to when, is, before it was all digitized. Is you is, might, this, hmm?
3: is this compatible with VWs?
4: uh it's, it's it really good be. at changing your emissions for testings <laughs> you said you said it's you said
1: m.2 isn't this just obd2 like um, it is two. isn't they call it, it, it is. M2
2: is the, name call the it m2 it's yeah it's oh, the well, well.
4: proprietary port
2: uh, I did, uh just, you might even be able to car. get
4: more battery life out of your uh tesla ryan Oh,
2: no, you I did see a very similar one of these that the Kickstarter just launched for us, kind of following the project. It's called Autopi. It's Autopi.io. Yep. It's a very similar thing.
5: Yeah. Uh, this is, I, I, a, this is a, all what for know.
2: like open source, being able to access the data from your car. Like that's awesome. Yeah. So
3: so I'm mean, gonna you, we'll you tweak uh, Elon, it too. Elon Musk, Brian, to. Uh... <laughs> increase um, your battery performance?
0: hey i'm i'm in the hurricane it rained here for two days <laughs> yeah. i need my battery need rain range. actually i think well, i have the s- max size yeah, battery. you have the max size oh. for your pack no you're right I could, paid, I could have paid for the 90 yeah and I, I don't know, know if that's a software upgrade or a
1: hardware upgrade. it's software upgrade. what do you have but can you still 85. do it you have 85 oh yeah
0: I, I think so because there was the option for me to do it after delivery so ah. yeah but it was like five grand or something stupid like that so no thank you so, I'll push yeah. the car. So there's a huge community behind it.
4: Uh, they do. You can buy a book uh, for your specific car <laughs> to be able to access it. But there's also a huge community that's just playing around with it because they finally got access back to their cars again.
6: Hmm. That's already, cool. I already have all the stuff to do this. So, so but. is this just a is this just a Canbus mm-hmm. drop? Yeah. Or is this actually a piggyback? Oh no, it's, it's, it's Canbus. It's just plugging, Canbus. It's Canbus
4: plugging into the yeah. LPD port. Plugs in directly to that. Uh, what is it? ODB two. So, uh, OBD two. Yeah. So it, so it gets access to the canvas.
6: So, so it doesn't do any of the encrypted prom flashing or anything like that. It's just a. No, a, you'd it's have to. You'd have to. You'd have to write that. But. Mm.
1: It's
2: not. Somebody just, probably it just, has. It's not just a monitor. I believe you can write some values over OBD
1: two. Yeah, you can. Out. Yeah. Touching yeah. All the encrypted all can proprietary can stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. You can reconfigure some modules and some cars and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And.
0: All right, before we get to our uh, next pick, we do, we have another uh, pledge edit that came in. Uh, this is uh, a move from $3 to $5 from our new favorite, uh, Ryan's Shiny Balls. Edited their <laughs> pledge from $3 to $5. And I'm I,
3: glad you've been waxing them. See how shiny, it's it's shiny. shiny. See how shiny it a is? Shiny ball.
0: i showing, showing how shiny, shiny. You shiny know, ball. it
3: shouldn't be that color. And if you
0: jiggle it, there's something really wrong. I was fighting for his ball to fall out. <laughs> Plop on the table. Uh, <laughs> no, better than a Let's not. Let's not. Uh, share. Uh, Josh. Oh, Josh <laughs> is going to make you me say sad. my name.
2: Say my name. When no one is around you.
3: No, but we just lost Jerry. <laughs> <Pornell>. <laughs> he
5: actually looked behind himself.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jerry Cornell <sighs> died this week he apparently went to dragon con last week uh came back wasn't feeling so good and then died after taking a nap well he he died during the nap Mm. never woke up Mm. and so one of his greatest um ventures out there this book if you have not read it you really should the mountain god's eyes i have not read it really is a a science fiction classic so mm-hmm. it's not a huge amount of money, paperback or kindle and uh yeah it's it really is uh uh you'll read that and and you'll see a lot of i mean if you if you read a lot of science fiction, you'll see a lot of the things that they wrote about in later stories, pretty much ad nauseum i mean it really
4: it's a fantastic book, get it yeah. If. And then you can buy the follow-up, too.
5: Yeah.
3: All right. I'll do that. That was called the... Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say the title of the follow-up. It's, it's not appropriate. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it depends on what you're gripping now, doesn't it? Or you forgot. Exactly. Cool. All right. Uh, Alan, what do you got for me?
1: Uh, so since we can't find that dang um, core cool that Sebastian reviewed in black oh, yeah. anywhere, it's
0: well, still like out of stock. You anyway. just, you need that one specific, huh?
1: Well, no, I just wanted a black, like you know, quiet air cooler for a CPU. And then I was like looking around, and uh, these look pretty good. Uh, be quiet. They have a whole dang line. Look on, look like there's a whole row of different watt ratings. <laughs> yeah. On that listing, and almost all of them are black. Some of them
4: are silver. 250 watts.
1: I mean, it goes all yeah, it goes up to like 250 watts. Look at that. Look at the heat pipes on that guy. Uh,
4: It's not on a funny angle. I
0: don't want it. Should look like a V eight. Yeah, that was our discussion in Slack today. The V eight engine looking coolers. They
1: make some that are you know that sit sideways and like yeah, not bad. Anyway, so it just looked like a cool line, and they seemed well reviewed. Um, You know, cool might be worth taking a look at.
0: Alex, you've got one for us. I do.
6: I'm. Two years behind the curve on this one. Okay. But uh, as you were mentioning in your mailbag this week, uh, I do like to give props to Linux gaming when it's, when it's due. Yep, yep. Um, so I was looking through Steam, and I was like, oh, look, City Skylines. Yeah, this game sucks, Jan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ever played City, any of them, this is what it should have been. I, I'm very impressed. I am very sucked into it, and my wife hates it already. <laughs> yeah paradox is really bad for that they are they are they're they, really bad for that <laughs> i i'm just it's blown away it's it's a very very in-depth city simulator um and everything works as you expect it to and everything breaks as you expect it to so it it's just a, a really really great game hmm. and it works on linux so yay
0: hooray, hooray! you've got your answer guys on youtube
4: I built my city on Linux cores Linux <laughs> kernels. Uh, that looks pretty involved.
6: <laughs> it, it it's very involved. Oh, it's paradox. It's, it's
4: paradox. paradox,
0: yeah. <laughs> um there's lots, DLC. there's lots of DLCs, there's lots of Designing traffic patterns. No, thank you. But you don't want to design
2: the water infrastructure.
6: That car best, just drove right over the median to get the in the given, parking lot.
2: The given watershed <laughs> of an area. Not lifelike.
6: I, I haven't done any water transport yet. I am strictly doing uh, mass transport. You haven't had to do water transport nope. yet? What kind of game that car, is oh, this? You must have it's, watch a bunch of thirsty. Right it's there. Is it on That's, easy mode? It, no, it, I'm, I'm just getting past like 25,000 people. It's, it's no, I'm just starting out. Like I said.
2: More water mains. You,
6: you, they, have, they have fairies. They have blimps. <laughs> <laughs> Who
0: They have uh, blimps. Fairies. Blimps.
6: fairies. fairies. Do, do they use nitrogen? Josh, you got to play this
3: game. <laughs> Apparently.
0: All right, guys, uh, that's going to be it for the show this week. Thank you for joining us. Those who did so live at pcpercom slash live, you can find all the information uh, for our show, videos, audio downloads, uh, live sh- live stream links, show notes, to all the stories we've talked about. All of that is at pcpercom slash podcast. Please share uh, the podcast with anybody else that you think might be interested in our little community here. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, and uh, make sure you come join us in the live streams and hang out and be guests with us as We go, yeah. Because so. you got guys like uh Cyclops in the chat giving out like keys for uh Quake champions right now. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. See, you should be in the chat. PCPro.com slash live Wednesdays 10 p.m. 7 10 p.m. Eastern 7 Pacific. Okay, that's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. I'm Ryan Strout.
1: I'm Jeremy Elstrom.
0: I'm Josh Walrus.
1: And I'm Alan Malentano. He always trails off with some
0: bye. <laughs>